I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, welcome to Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And um, I'm very excited today about, about this particular show. I have the joy and the honor of bringing into my conversation with me today one of my dear friends who has walked closely with Jesus for a long time and as a result is a deep well of revelation, which I know she's going to impart some of today during our conversation that really will empower your life. And when I was praying about really how to intro her and, and just bring her in front of who you all are. Um, I just really felt to read an extract from a book that I've been reading at the moment by Andrew Murray that really epitomizes who she is. So in bringing, bringing her into the show today, into introducing her, I just wanted to read this little extract out that describes her perfectly. So this is, this is what I'm reading at the moment. It's called Humility by Andrew Murray. And it says, Fellow Christians, let us diligently study the Bible portrait of the humble man, Jesus. Let us ask other believers and ask the world whether they recognize in us the likeness to the original, meaning obviously to Jesus. Let us be content with nothing less than taking each of these texts in the scriptures as the promise of what God will work in us. These promises are the revelation in words of what the spirit of Jesus will create and cause to grow within us. Let each failure and shortcoming simply urge us to turn humbly and meekly to the meek and lowly lamb of God. We have the, the assurance that where he is enthroned in the heart, his humility and gentleness will be one of the streams of living water that flow from within us. Humility is the displacement of self by the enthronement of God. I want to welcome to the show today, my dear, dear friend, Pauline Davis. Pauline, welcome. It's so good to have you on with me. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's lovely to chat to you as usual. It always is. <laughs> oh my goodness, we go off. We we often talk revelation, like what Jesus is showing Pauline and what he's yeah. showing me, and we compare notes and very often yeah. similar places. But that what I just read out from Andrew Murray, I know you're so humble and you wouldn't describe yourself like that. But for for all of us that know you and can call, call you a dear friend, we know you radiate Jesus. You just live for him. You you just being with you can feel like it says there the, the humility and the gentleness of Jesus flowing out of you just because your whole life every part of your heart I've watched you for years you just give him every part of your heart and have him enthroned in there it's like not me that lives Jesus but you <laughs> through me and I love it you epitomize it it's such a it's a beautiful thing about you particularly your gentleness so I, my first question really was, I wanted to ask you where it all started for you. You know, how did you end up 
with this kind of depth of intimate relationship that's so experiential with Jesus? Yeah, well, thank you for that to start with. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I guess in my life, I don't remember not knowing Jesus. Um, but yet I was about 19 when I first got baptized in the Holy Spirit, like real deep, just wept for hours, felt his love. Um, just at a depth that I had no words for it. All I could do was weep. Um, and, and looking back, I think it was the first time that I felt real love. I knew what love was when I felt his presence. And it was a transforming love. It just immediately transformed my life. He just took over everything. Everything became, everything in my life became, you know, this, wow you're here you're in me it was walking literally walking that revelation of you are in me you are with me you are never leaving me <laughs> so what does you know what does life look like now and I, I just even because i was a student so even just walking around the campus and walking just walking i would walk and walk and walk and just talk um to jesus just just um and right from the start he kind of he just opened my eyes and I became really sensitive to just what was going on in the spirit realm I didn't have maybe the words the language but I would sense the angelic um and and just ask him loads and loads of questions <laughs> oh my goodness and I love that and the fact that you knew his love like straight yeah. away so is that why, I mean, honestly, you, you really are um, such a living picture of what happens when Jesus comes in and starts to take over every area of our life, you know, every, so because of the love, is that what just continued to fuel your relationship with him and like the transformation and the healing of your life? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I fell in love with Jesus and I've never fallen out. <laughs> I can't imagine a day or a moment without him i think it's for me it is that simple it's he's in my breath um yeah. and and it was you know it was interesting because this was the the 1990s and um we didn't have language for a lot of things that we do now um so even with regards to just drawing me into encounter with him it was such a natural thing because at first, I learned to listen to his voice. I learned to pause in my conversation and let him speak to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I learned that very often, um, you know, he wanted to speak to me I, about something that I had, I just had no clue about. I just had learned to give him more and more space um, because I learned that he really does want to share his mysteries with us. Yeah. He's longing to share his mysteries with us. Yeah. You know, for the ear that's open and the heart that's like, yes, Jesus, you know, what do you want to talk to me about? Yeah. So what did he start? Can you remember like some of the first things that he began to show you, like people he brought from heaven or, they, you know, the, the angelic that started to show Because well, obviously you could see in the spirit, right? And he began to open wisdom yeah. to you and understanding in the realm of glory. Can you remember like some of the first 
life changing oh i can i think i think when you do step into encounter it is something that changes you so much that you're never the same again yeah you can't not be different can you when you've had a real experience with yeah with supernatural beings yeah and i remember just one day you know i I realized that I'd become more and more sensitized to the atmosphere. So at first it was his voice and then I would become aware of him, of him walking beside us. But then I'd be aware of having visions of where we were walking and what it looked like, um, whether we were in a garden or a beach, because he'd be always talking to me about what was around us. He'd be teaching me from that place. So then one day I became very aware as I was walking with him in the garden that I had gotten to know him. Um, And I wouldn't have had a language for that. I wouldn't have understood, is this heaven? Is this what heaven looked like? I didn't even question that. It was just something that became so natural. And then as I looked up and I looked forward, I could see we were walking towards another man. And my immediate reaction was, there's someone else in my vision. How How has that happened? (laughs) why does someone come into my vision you know my time with Jesus and I wasn't completely sure that I liked it I was very much this is all about me and you Jesus (laughs) you know and that is what the secret place is isn't it the the secret place that he calls us into it's just us and Jesus there's only space for two um and I, I love I love that um that's where I love to be um, so to see someone else and to see us walking towards, and Jesus seemed really unperturbed, <laughs> and he was walking towards, and and eventually I said to him, you do realize there's someone else here? And he said to me, it's okay, he's my friend, and I want to introduce you. Um, and as he stepped forward, he introduced me to Paul. And I had a very clear vision of Paul. And then Jesus said to me, and you have a question for him. And he stepped back and he allowed me to just converse with Paul as though it was completely normal and natural. And I had no grid, <laughs> no one, you know, for this. I had to go and seek that out. And and I had no one to talk to about this kind of stuff, no kind of language to describe. I wouldn't have even had the word encounter. I, w- I wouldn't have even known what to call it. Because mm-hmm. it was such a long time ago. So was this in the 90s, did you say, when yeah. you started to experience Jesus? Gosh, so there really was very limited language around them, wasn't there, for this yeah. kind of experience, describing it. So, so just going back in your story just a little bit, it's so amazing, isn't it? My goodness me, like the realm of heaven is real, right? They're the great mm-hmm. God witnesses are surrounding us and they're alive, they're in heaven. It's one church, isn't it? In heaven on earth. I just love it. <laughs> Going back in your story a little bit, when you first started to experience Jesus, obviously it was just a supernaturally natural awakening for you, wasn't it really? How did you start, for people who are listening, who want to know how to go deeper into the, into experiencing Jesus like this, how did Jesus lead you? When you said it just became very natural, what, what happened? Were there steps of how did you get from believing to experiencing? Um, I knew 
inside I felt different. I knew the love that he was pouring out in me was completely supernatural because it wasn't a part of my life or anything that I had experienced before. So the love was supernatural. And then it was a kind of coming into worship, just being with him in the word and worshiping and just praying. Yes. Experiencing like that. Okay. Yeah. And just, um, but then I think the, he taught me conversation that prayer is two way, that it's conversation. So he taught me to speak and to pause and to expect him to speak to me. And, and I kept, having to hold my voice back just to wait and know that he would fill the gap and he you know and I think what he placed in me was the knowledge that as much as I want to be with him as much as I want fellowship with him as much as I want intimacy with him and as much as I want to hear his voice he wants me more yeah yeah Yeah. that's huge isn't it when we realize that yeah. that he's longing for us to just come back and sit at his feet and just and he wants us to know how much he desires our presence you know many times I know we've talked about it like Jesus has shown me God I feel his presence right now well mm. as we're speaking I, I can feel his invitation to the people every, every one of you family right now that are watching or listening I can feel his invitation in this moment just when Pauline started to share that then one of the things Jesus has shown me many times over the years is that it was the love, it was his love for us, his desire for relationship with us, his love for us. Yeah. It's so immense that held the nails in place. As we're talking about God hanging on a cross, you know, in one nanosecond, he, in one breath, he could have wrapped up human history, you know, called down <laughs> legions of angels. I mean, he's God. He chose to do that out of love for us. And I love what he's shown you, Pauline, because I think all of us, well, certainly I can do that. I can be rushing through my desire to communicate with the Lord and forget sometimes to stop and just listen, you know, and and quiet ourselves down on the inside and come into the present moment and just really tune in, just listen. Focus on, on him. And like you say, he will speak. And so obviously he's, He's increased your ability to hear him over the years and through your relationship, really, and cleared your visibility so that you're so sensitive now that you being in the realm of heaven, I know, as your friend is as normal to you as being here. The, the spiritual realm is open to us all. It's an invitation, but it's an invitation into his presence. Mm-hmm. And if you're in his presence, you're completely safe, completely safe. Um, you know, there's there's no safer place to be, and there's nothing to be scared of or afraid of. You know, because e- even at times when I've seen, um, kind of, even the other side, um, of what is going on in the demonic realm, it's always been from a place of I'm completely covered by him, I'm completely protected by him. And all he's doing is wanting to show me something, you know? It's not that I'm open to some form of attack. It's not that. He's showing me because he's wanting to teach me and wanting to talk to me about something that is going on in the earth today that we can do something about. Right. I love that. And it's so important, isn't it? It's, um, I mean, I know that, you know, both of us talk like this, that, that Jesus shows us his perspective and it transforms the way we see our lives 
you know, it's so important that we live, we, our visibility is from heaven into the earth, isn't it? Yes, there's like at the moment, our world is, there's turbulence and difficulties all over the world right now. But when you get deep into Jesus and you sit at his feet and you start to see things from his perspective, from the perspective of redemption and come in agreement with that, we begin to see what he, what heaven's actually doing, which just releases so much power and strength into our own hearts and spirit, man. And we start to co-reign with him um, to bring heaven's influence in the earth so that we can see him shut off the darkness as we sort of co-reign with him and govern, you know, with his mind and his power, his presence. It's so powerful. Yeah. And just living, I think as well, one of the things that's so, um, it has such impact on the people that know you is the level of rest that you live in. You live in such deep, profound, internal rest. And it takes a lot to move you from that place, isn't it? But then, yeah, because you've been through stuff. But actually the Lord's hardwired you almost now to default back into that yeah. rest and it comes off you. I mean, it really does. So, is that, is that as a consequence of of your life with Jesus, or was there a, was there a point in your life where He taught you the power of rest or changed you? Yeah, He taught me that. He taught me the power of rest, very definitely, because I was in a very different my my life in my life. I was in a very difficult situation for two decades in a very abusive marriage where I had to learn. Um, a way of living, a way of life that allowed me um, to to still have Jesus as my focus and to still be in that place where communication with him was always open. I always, you know, I chose, you know, um, pure heart, clean hands. I chose that a long time ago. I set my mind on that. Um, so that I would live in a place of just forgiving um, people, of keeping my heart just open and soft, no matter the cost. Um, and with regard to the rest, I had gotten quite ill at one point, um, and the, the hospital test hadn't shown anything up. They didn't know what was wrong. Um, but what how I came out of that and how I recuperated was God had shown me um, in the Hebrew that the, his name Rapha, which we know for healing, the same stem, the root word in Hebrew also means rest. So he had shown me a way to rest that was literally letting go of everything, of coming to him completely empty-handed, you know, not being able to hold on to anything but letting his arms hold me so that I couldn't cling to anything. I wasn't carrying any burdens for anyone or anything. There was no stress on my mind, no anxiety, no thoughts that would come between me and him. I just, I was so jealous for his presence that I did not want anything to come between me and him. So I just learned to be empty handed, to come to him completely empty handed and just rest in his arms and let him hold me. Instead of me clinging to him, I learned to let him hold me. And yeah. and that was there was a difference in that dynamic. 
That's so powerful, Pauline. I mean, it really is the place of complete surrender, isn't it? It's that utter humility of the acknowledgement that he is God and we are not. And as we yield into his presence, we're carriers of God, that he is supreme head, he is source of life. Yeah. He's the Alpha and Omega. And as, as we relinquish control, trust him with yeah. every detail of our life, prioritizing him and him alone, it shifts us out from the influence of the, of the enemy, doesn't it? It, it detaches us from being buffeted around by the intensity and the pain and the circumstances that are in our lives, where your inner world literally your whole heart just locks onto the face of Jesus. And like you said, you know, you're, I love that you, you prioritized that there would never be anything between you and the presence yeah. of Jesus. So you literally abandoned yourself to living in his presence, protecting the connection, living according to his wisdom and ways. You know, like you said, the principle of forgiveness, which you know, we've talked about that recently as well. Yeah. You've been talking to me again about the power of forgiveness. It's it's such a powerful um, yeah. uh, tool in our arsenal. To, you know, to use that kind of language because you know, in the in the original Hebrew, you know, there are multiple meanings to the words. It's such a rich language, isn't it? Well, the, the word forgiveness actually means to lift off. So when it's just wow, I can feel that again. Yeah. I'm feeling for all of us, you know, like if yeah. there's anybody that you haven't extended the grace of forgiveness to, if you even yourself like receiving the gift of the, of the fact that we are forgiven, this is the fruit of your life. You literally are a living testimony to the to what happens in our lives when we live according to the wisdom of Jesus and we prioritize the secret place and just you know don't let fear be our counsel yeah which uh, can masquerade as wisdom sometimes as i've i've said a few times before but it's true isn't it especially at the moment you know yeah. it's so important like the wisest thing we can do right now is sit at the lord's feet is prioritize the secret place because he is he is the alpha and omega he is going to wrap up human history regardless of what the realm of darkness might think God yeah. is God, you know, and he's yeah. going to wrap up human history in accordance with his, the counsel of his will. Oh, so we're, oh, we just feel like we're just getting started. We have to do more. <laughs> we have to do more shows. So just, just in finishing today's conversation, part one, um, I would love it if you could just lead us, you know, into the place that you live in all the time. I know for you, it's as easy as breathing. You just turn in the eyes of your heart into the to lock onto Jesus again and you're in but I know you you carry such a realm of rest such a realm of his arm of his enveloping presence because like you said you've learned to live in leaning into him rather than you constantly striving to try and keep hold of him yeah you you understand you're resting in his presence and I think that's a life-changing shift for people if they can turn into him and actually experience that and let go and, and you know, flop back into the place that you are so familiar with, and you carry that on. So, can can you do that? Will you lead us in? Yeah, let's just turn our eyes to Jesus. Yeah. 
Acknowledge his presence, his love, and everything that we are holding, everything of tension in our hands and in our arms, across our shoulders, we just, we let go. We let go of every thought that is not of him, of every, of every person. We just, whatever is weighing on our mind, whatever person, situation, circumstance, we yield it, we yield it, we put it before you, Jesus. We bring it to your cross, we put it before you and we leave it with you. And we trust you. We trust you, Jesus, with it all. And we worship you. And Father, I just want to say, I adore you. I adore you. And I pray, Father, that everyone listening will feel your arms wrap around them, enveloping them in your love and into your heart for a new deep experience of intimacy, of being held in that secret place, the place that you created for them to come to be with you, that place that is just for you and for them where you surround and you protect and you love and you cover. And I ask that in that place of deep, deep rest, there is such supernatural peace released over lives today, over relationships, over circumstances, over bodies that as people come into that place of deep rest, as they breathe in your presence, there is a healing released right through their body. I speak to anyone with anything, anyone that needs any healing, and I just speak a release of that rest, of the healing power of God right across you from your head to your toes. I speak release and healing and rest. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I just really felt in my spirit as we close out the show, if you can just spend a little bit more time, just stay in this place right now that we've moved into with Jesus. And just invite Holy Spirit to show you if there's any area of your heart that is um, relying on anything other than Jesus as your source of strength. Yeah. He wants to bring us completely back under his protective care, under his headship, under his influence. He wants to fill us afresh. You know, like I read from Andrew Murray's book right at the beginning, he wants every single part of our hearts to have him as the primary influence. He wants to be enthroned in our lives and revealed through our lives. He doesn't want us to be struggling in areas where um, we're relying on our own strength or the strength of something else to meet our needs. But he wants to meet all of our needs and to bring us like he has with Pauline into that place of complete rest as our normal interior life 
but we live there all the time and we we move out from that place of rest and we release that realm of rest everywhere we go and it literally you know it shuts down chaos in people's lives like the prince of peace right he he spoke peace and calm the storm he ruled over the chaos he ruled over that what was going on there with his peace as he released peace from his being we're carriers of the prince of peace now he crushes satan under our feet with peace it pieces power because it's the person of christ and this is what he wants to give you it's the gift he wants to give you today i really feel it strongly and just yeah the way in is as pauline's been sharing just yieldedness surrender to his presence prioritizing his presence sometimes it can feel very frightening as we let go of anything else that has been a source of strength to hold up our, our lives but actually what jesus wants to do is show us that he's faithful in this hour he is the safest place he is the wisest place so thank you for tuning in pauline thank you for giving us the time you had today it's been so precious talking with you and we'll definitely do more <laughs> thank you lots of love and love to you all thank you so much for giving us the time today tuning in being part of this very this growing family and uh, yeah, if you know people that this the content of this show is going to help today, please do like, share, subscribe, get this out on your social media um, to just help other people, particularly at the moment where times are tough for many people. We love you. Take care. Have a great week. Look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless. Bye.